Today's story on Bridges is freedom through dreams and truth. I'm Monica Schmelter. I'm so glad that you could join me for Bridges today. And boy, do we have hope for the journey for you today. I have two incredible guests that have just amazing stories of how Jesus has changed their life. And so, Susan, I want to welcome you to Bridges today. Oh, thank you. I'm excited to be here. I'm excited for people to hear what you have to say and what God has you up to. And Shakia, welcome. It's good to have you. you as well. Glad to be here. Thank you. Now, Susan, you really, you're the founder and president of Blue Monarch Ministries, and it really is, as I've read about it, a really unique ministry. If you just had to give it, sum it up, what, what would that be? Well, we're a long-term residential recovery program for women and their children, but part of what really makes us unique is that we focus so much on teaching women how to parent their children sober, sometimes it's for the first time. And we also focus on the child's recovery as much as we do the mom's. Yeah. But it's Christ-centered. And so what we look for is total life recovery and freedom. Yes, because God is about freedom. That's right. And He's about recovery for mm. all of us. And really a ministry, a recovery ministry that has women and they can bring their kids is almost unheard of. Right. Well, and I think You know, one of the things that has really hurt me in the recovery community is that a lot of times the children are not included. Right. And to us, it just makes sense that the the family needs to recover together. Mm -hmm. And so many of the women who come to us have actually lost custody of their children. And so it's not unusual that they'll show up with no children and leave with two or three because they are able to become healthier parents and reunite their family before they're gone. And that's true recovery. Oh, yeah. You know, because addiction, right, mm-hmm. it's not just about the person. It does affect their entire family. And, and what you're saying is, like, kids often get left out. Well, I think they get completely overlooked. And, you know, the child has gone through trauma. Absolutely. And one of the things that we see is uh, so many times is that the child has had to act like the parent, mm-hmm. and the parent has kind of acted like the child. Yeah. And so when the mom decides, hey, I want to be the mom, I want to be a healthy mom, the kid is looking at her like, who are you? I was taking care of you. And and it's a rocky transition yeah. as they kind of settle into their appropriate roles. Right. And it takes a while, and it gets really chaotic, yeah, doesn't it? <laughs> it gets wild yeah. and, and loud and crazy. And mm. But once that transition takes place, it's it's a beautiful thing to see because then the, the child can be a kid sometimes for the first time. Yeah. Because yeah. they've been worried about big grown-up problems instead yeah. of, like, climbing a tree. Yes. Or, so they get to be kids again. Yeah. Or maybe for the first time. Oh, this is so wonderful. So wonderful. Shakia. Yes, ma'am. All right. Now, you are a part of the ministry now. Yes. But there was a time in your life that I understand that you needed the help of yes. Blue Monarch. Absolutely. If what it had not about? been for Blue Monarch, I would be dead right now. Mm-hmm. Um I grew up in a family where there was a lot of sexual abuse, um, sexually molested by several different family members. I'm sorry. Um, I grew up not feeling much about myself and began using drugs in my teen years. And um, it filled, it falsely, falsely filled that gaping hole that I was feeling. And so for many years, I wondered and my addiction continued to get worse. And I found myself many times crying out to God, not knowing if he even hurt me. Mm-hmm. Well, one day 
I had I had a set of twins, and six months later, I became pregnant again, which was devastating because I couldn't believe that I was pregnant again. I could barely take care of myself or the children that I just had, and I was in addiction. So what was I going to do with this other baby? So abortion was the only thing that I could think of. Mm-hmm. And so on my way to abortion clinic, before we got there, I prayed and I said, God, if this is not your will, please, please, please intervene. And as I turned into the abortion clinic, there was a pastor in his church standing out there and they began witnessing to me and telling me the importance of my no in this situation. And I chose life mm-hmm. for my baby girl. And I met someone that told me about Blue Monarch. Mm-hmm. And when I showed up at Blue Monarch, I was broken, I was wounded, I was the victim, and Blue Monarch staff literally stepped in my mess and led me out with grace, mercy, love, and I encountered God in such a tremendous yeah. way. And So when I read that part about your story, Shakia, I always thought that it probably wasn't a good idea for people to stand outside of an abortion clinic, mm-hmm. because sometimes hateful things are said. Yes. It's not always done the right way, but it saved your babies. Yes. And it saved your life. It did. Um, by someone standing out there. But you said you were crying out, God, if this is your will. Did you know Christ personally, or you just knew well, about I him? Or? Grew, I grew up in church till I was about 10 years old. So, so even I've with heard all about the him. abuse and molestation, him. you were still in church? Yes. And mm-hmm. even though I didn't understand what was going on, I understood when his presence walked in the room. I knew, I knew something, that there was something bigger than us. And, um, when I prayed, I said, God, if this is not your will, please, please, please intervene. And what I found out once I got to Blue Monarch, through all the times, even in those traumatic situations, that he was there. Mm-hmm. And at that time, I couldn't believe that. I couldn't fathom that. But now I know yeah. that, yeah, yeah, he was there the entire time. Yeah. Susan, you know, a lot of times when someone has a ministry like Blue Monarch, it's because they have a recovery story, but that's not how it is for you. No, I knew nothing about recovery. And actually, I I was minding my own business. (laughs) (laughs) I was an artist by trade, sold my work at a gallery in Nashville, and I ran a horse farm. And and then I, yeah, I mean, nothing at all related to recovery. And And then I had just a powerful dream one night, and I guess now it was 28 years ago. And in the dream, I was expected to read a really thick book, and the book described in great detail how you would put something like Blue Monarch together. And it it even described how the women would be employed by producing a product. So it was very detailed, and I read the whole thing. It was it was a powerful dream. I remember I was seated at like a almost like a marble table, and I mean it was it was really I knew it was significant when I woke up, and but I made jokes about how I had to have intercepted someone else's dream because <laughs> it, it was supposed to go to somebody in London. Yeah, but it came it had, to you. yeah, because it was all about helping women and children, and I really didn't care for either. I thought oh. groups of women oh. were annoying. <laughs> And I only liked my one child, mm. and thankfully God has healed me of that. Yeah. But um, but I really just thought this is hilarious. I intercepted someone else's dream. It's got nothing to do with me. Wow. And then um, and when I look at you, I think how much freedom has come through that dream. Oh oh yeah. <laughs> oh my goodness. Well it's well and it makes me wonder how many people disregard dreams yeah. like that. Yeah. You know, cuz when I see the ripple effect of how what has happened since then, but 
So in a couple of years later, um, it just started falling into place in a miraculous way. And from the day I realized what God was asking me to do to the day that we opened our doors um, was only 10 months. I mean, that's now, an, I do, yeah, that would have to be miraculous. For well, all I know that now. Yeah. At the time that I was living it, I thought, this is wild. I mean, <laughs> I just have a question in the morning and by the end of the day, I have the answer. But and now that I know what it takes to to start a nonprofit and run a nonprofit and especially doing the kind of uh -huh. work that we do. Yeah. It's really amazing that yes, it, it happened is. in 10 months. But um, but anyway, it fell into place. And, and to this day, this is we've been doing this for 20 years, and we have never ventured away from the plan that was described to me in that dream. Mm -hmm. yeah. Because you're, you're obeying. Right. Freedom came from that dream, and you've just set yourself that I'm just going to keep doing what God told me to do. Well, I will have to confess, there were three days I said no. <laughs> and we all say we understand, uh, yeah. Susan. Well, I call it my three days in the belly of the fish because I, I really I didn't want to do it, and I cried about it, and, and it, it felt completely overwhelming. Yeah. And I also thought if he got around to asking me, then a lot of really great people must have turned him down. So that oh. was a bad sign. Oh, so this and dream went to like all these overachievers and then came to you. <laughs> That's what I assumed. <laughs> That's the only thing that made sense. So after three days, it was interesting because um, my daughter, who was 17 at the time, she said, you know, mommy, you can tell God no, and he won't love you any less than if you say yes. And that was a game changer for me because I thought, how could I say no to a God like that? To God. And so at that point, I said, okay, I'll do it on one condition that I never, ever have to speak in public. <laughs> and, of course, that didn't work out. <laughs> Tim, you're speaking all around and you're on television. Hmm. So, <laughs> it's funny, the conditions we come yeah, up with for God. Yeah, you yeah. get careful about the conditions <laughs> that you present to God. But anyway, it's been an incredible journey. It fell into place in the most miraculous way. And, and I have seen miracles happen that, well, I feel like I have my, uh, something takes my breath away every week. That's amazing. Yeah, it's incredible. That's amazing. And I read your book. Uh, oh, it's thank called you. From My Front Row Seat by Susan Binkley. And this collection of stories are just, I mean, to think that you get to see that every day and that you would have missed that had you said no to God. I know it. Right? It might have been terrible. Yeah. And I think for all of us, right? Yeah. We have these moments that we feel like God might be asking us to do something and we think that is so much bigger than me, like, no way. But because you said yes, freedom. Well, one of the things that really troubles me when I go around and speak about Blue Monarch, it's not unusual to see people in, with tears in their eyes. Yeah. And most of the time it's about one of these incredible stories yes. that I'm sharing. But I cannot count the number of times that I've had someone come up to me after and say, I, I really felt like God was asking me to do something, mm -hmm. and I didn't have the courage to say yes. Mm -hmm. And you can see the just despair in their faces because they felt like they missed out on an incredible opportunity. So I really love for people to know it's it's not too late. Right. You know, it's never too late and to say yes. Yeah. And and I'm I love really that. well, I hate to imagine what I would have missed out on if I had said yeah. no. I love that. It's never too late yeah. to say yes. You know, and I think, Shakia, when we come back from this break, we can have you tell more of your story. And okay. your, part of your story 
it's also, it's never too late to right. turn your life around. That's like, right. Absolutely. You know, and you think about all of this and, you know, out in the world we hear people like once you're addicted, you're always addicted. Right. You, you'll live with this for the rest of your life. And we certainly, as we hear your story, mm -hmm. we know it's not easy, right? The transformation, God right. does the miracles, but we have hard work to do. Yes. But we can be free. Mm-hmm. Absolutely. And that's one of the things that we really emphasize is freedom over sobriety. Yes. We don't want to see people fight it the rest of their lives. Right. And it's possible. And that's the thing that I don't understand. Why can we not accept the fact that God can Amen. heal addiction? That's it. that's it. So we've got to take a break. I want you to stay with us today on Bridges. When we come back, we're going to hear Shakia's story. Well, good day to you. It's Joel with The King Country dropping in to let you know that our brand new film, Unsung Hero, is in theaters now. It's Luke here. We've teamed up with the creators of Jesus Revolution to bring you this adventure of a lifetime. It's a powerful, true story about a family uniting, growing in their faith, and facing the impossible together. In theaters now, unsunghero.movie for more information. Rated PG. Parental guidance suggested. What impacts you every day? There is one book that influences almost every aspect of our lives. Museum of the Bible reveals the Bible's impact on your favorite musicians and artists, the way we measure time, social justice, our national monuments, and more. The Bible's impact is all around you. Discover how at museumofthebible.org impact. If you enjoy watching Bridges, you can join Monica on Facebook for all the extras. Just visit Facebook and search for Monica Schmelter TV. At Monica Schmelter TV, you'll get a look behind the scenes. You'll learn secrets from the studio. And you'll be among the first to know what's coming up next on Bridges. Best of all, you can connect with Monica for prayer and share what topics you'd most like to see on Bridges. Monica would love to connect with you. Don't give in. God's word says you're an overcomer. If you hadn't done blah, 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 this wouldn't have happened. And let me say this to you. If you think that you are in a mess of your own making, you are still an overcomer. When that temptation comes, you want to make sure that you are dressed for battle. Therefore, put on every piece of God's armor so you will be able to resist the enemy in the time of evil. It takes training. It takes discipline. And so when you're fighting that good fight of the faith, you take your story, whatever it is, and you saturate it in faith and you fight for it. Visit monicaschmelter.com to schedule Monica to speak at your next event. If you are just joining me today on Bridges, we are talking about freedom that can come from knowing Christ Jesus. And I have two really amazing guests, founder and president of Blue Monarch, Susan Binkley, and Shakia Craig, who has an amazing freedom story. So we talked a little bit, Susan, about your dream and God getting you into this miraculous work of freedom and recovery. And Shakia, when I look at you, all I see is a beautiful young woman with a beautiful smile Thanks. and a happy attitude. And I just would never know the depths of the pain and the addiction. Yeah. So again, like I was just telling you a while ago, it started, 
I didn't realize that it started when I was a little girl. Mm -hmm. And so there was, I said a while ago, there was a lot of sexual abuse and just to paint a picture, it started when I was five years old by my stepdad and then um, later on by my grandfather and then a cousin. So sexually molested by all of those men. And um, I was a child and I didn't have the words to explain of course not. what was happening to me. Of course not. And but you knew it was you knew it was wrong. I knew it was you wrong. You just didn't know how to tell anybody. Absolutely. You didn't because you're a kid. How Absolutely. would you know? Right. And so um, as I grew up at the age of 13, I began using drugs and um, it filled that void that I was filling for so long. And then it intensified the thoughts that I had, which were that you were dumb, you're dirty, you're stupid, you'll never amount to nothing, um, you'll never be anyone, no one loves you, you're unwanted. Mm -hmm. And let's just say for many years, those thoughts have followed me mm -hmm. and I believe them. I did not know that it was a tactic of the enemy to try to keep me from everything that God had for right. me. But that addiction got worse. And in that addiction, I had some children and I lost my firstborn son, Kareem. Sorry. I'm sorry. No, which was you was, lost custody. I lost custody. Yeah. Yes, thank you. I lost. It's custody hard to talk about. Yeah, of my firstborn son, Kareem, because of the addiction. Because of the addiction. Yeah, and it was heartbreaking because I realized in that moment that I had let him down, just like I had let everyone, like everyone in my family had let me down. Later on, I had a set of twins um, that I miscarried, and about seven years later, after the doctor told me I would never have twins again, I had another set of twins. Mm -hmm. And, and still um, in the addiction. Still in the addiction. And so I told you at the abortion clinic, I met a pastor and some of his church family um, went with my youngest child. And they told me about a place called Blue Monarch. Mm -hmm. I called Blue Monarch for a very long time. Well, <laughs> I read that you called every day for one year. Every single it's day. True. Is it yeah. because... Like the there's waiting a waiting list. list. Is so you wanted you wanted freedom. If you're calling Absolutely. Blue Monarch every day for a year. Absolutely. When I called, they had, well, first of all, Blue Monarch at any given time has a, has a waiting list of over 200 women on it. And when I called, there was no slot at all. And by this time I had hit rock bottom. I had just had a plate put in front of my head from a car accident, a plate in my eye bone, bolts and screws in my ankle. And I needed help. I was in agony because I wanted to stop, but I, did not know how to stop. Right. And because we all do what we know how to do. Absolutely. So until you learn a new way, yes, right, you're stuck in that. Right. And I truly didn't believe that once an addict, always an addict, even though that's what I was told. This can, this has to be impossible. And so finally, when I got a call from, from Blue Monarch, I packed me and my kids up in this car. We had our <laughs> stuff in trash bags. I was like, I'm out. <laughs> I got in my caddy and came to Blue Monarch. <laughs> <laughs> and then it was all really roses for you, just easy, right? No. 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 What, happened? what happened? So when I got there, um, I was a mess. And Blue Monarch offers a lot of tools to help women um, go, go straight to the wounds, mm -hmm. to what led to those addictions. And um, I had counseling sessions. I had group therapy classes. I had residential um, drug abuse classes, which deals with cognitive thinking, um, changing those irrational thought patterns to rational thought patterns. Um, I had God in 12 steps. There were, I had to face the little girl, the hurting little girl, and I had to look myself in the mirror and do an introspection and realize that, you know, I made some choices that I'm not proud of, but there were some things that happened and let's go to the wounds and let's heal. Right.
Um, Mrs. Susan um, always uses a phrase, uh, I've heard her say, um, Blue Monarch is in the business of healing hearts. And when the healing, when you're healing a heart, the transformation takes place. God is the center of what he, what we do, but he gives us clinical tools. Absolutely. And so all those classes that I just named. Yeah. Absolutely. You know, people think nothing of, right? If mm -hmm. we're sick and you need surgery, you can get that, right? right. If, you, if I break my ankle, I can get a cast. That's okay. But sometimes with like cognitive thinking and counseling, people think, well, if you're a Christian, you don't need that. And it's like, we live in a broken world. Mm -hmm. Absolutely. And you experienced lots of trauma. Yes, ma'am. And so you you needed that. Yeah. I mean, I've gone to counseling. I, I, I think everybody could benefit from Christian counseling. Yes. But was it, it was hard to go through it all of that. It was very challenging mm -hmm. because Blue Monarch had an expectation of you becoming the woman and mother that you were always intended on being. They held us accountable. They made us hold each other accountable. They made us do It's community-based living. Mm -hmm. So we had to learn how to throw away everything that we once knew mm -hmm. and take up all these rich tools that are going to equip us to be the best version of us, productive citizens and the people that we were always meant to be. Yeah. So yeah. it was not easy at all. Yeah. And I just <laughs> wanted to say that because a lot of people think that, right? Yes. And it, but I think it's better if you know, like mm -hmm. if you want to be free, if you want to get sober, it's absolutely possible and prayer is good, yeah. but it's going to take hard work. Yes. Yes. And it's not just, I'm over it. it mm -hmm. And it affects everybody. You mentioned that you lost custody of Kareem. Yes. How is that now for you? You know, since I've been at Blue Monarch, my entire life has changed. Mm -hmm. Every, I don't think, I didn't start living until I was in my 30s. <laughs> so I was good. Me and him are good. And he tells, he always says, Mom, all I remember is good things about you. Mm -hmm. I remember, he remembers some things, but he's like, I... All I remember is good things about you, and I'm just so proud of the mom that so I have today. So you get to see him? I've see, I, ha, I don't get to see him as often as, as I would like, mm -hmm. but I have seen him. He's in North Carolina right now. Okay. So. And all he remembers is the good. That's what he told me. That's God right there. <laughs> <laughs> yes, ma'am. That's God. And so. And you have other children? I do. Christopher, Carmen, and Kylie, and they are absolutely amazing, and they make me want to be better. Yeah. And they are better because of Blue Monarch as well, because they now have a healthy, healed, clean, sober right. mom who's doing the right thing. And so um, I truly believe and I know that any woman that comes to Blue Monarch, her entire life will be transformed forever. But Monica, not just the lives of me and the three children that were, that were at Blue Monarch was changed, but my entire family mm -hmm. completely changed once I went to Blue Monarch. How is that? They all came to Christ. <laughs> They're all walking in their callings. One is starting a business. My mom just wrote her first book. And it was all, and they say, when I saw Shakia go to that place, and I pulled out there and saw all that land and saw where the Lord had placed her, mm -hmm. it made me want to lay everything that I was doing down. So. I have such a great memory of Shakia because when she first came, she had three under the age of three. Shakia, <clears throat> yeah, it was it was, it was a mess. Oh. It was a mess, and they were going, you know, just scattering like bugs. I mean, they were all over the place. And the first time that I drove out and saw the <laughs> her with all her kids, and they were piling on top of each other, just playing on the ground. And at first, I thought, Oh gosh, what has happened? And then I realized, oh, my word, they're just having a yes. really great moment as a family. Oh, and they were just loving being Power Rangers. <laughs> yeah, yeah I, I'll never forget because it was the first few days that Blue Monarch can be a little challenging. But when she rolled by, she slowed down a little bit and kind of nodded her head at me. 
which was super exciting because it was the founder of the Monarch, <laughs> Absolutely. you know? <laughs> I'm like, yeah. <laughs> yeah. So it was a mess. Oh, oh yeah. This is a, a terrible mess. Well, in fact, I remember one day she looked at me and she said, Miss Susan, what do I do? And I was like, honestly, I don't know what you do. Let's ask our parenting person. It was a lot. This is hard. Yes. Well, in fact, the what I was thinking when you said a while ago that with uh, Kylie that you mm-hmm. chose life. Yes. Well, you chose like a double dose of life. I mean, that is a fireball of a little girl. She I mean, absolutely she, is. She's going to be doing big things when yes. she grows up. Yes, so. I can see And I would think having a fireball as a child, Mm -hmm. right? Feisty, bold to be a great leader. Yes. Right? But how hard that would be for you as a mom if you weren't sober. Like how you could, how you could even think through that. I wouldn't be able to. The truth is, um, that's why I'm so thankful for the the type of program that Blue Monarch is because we're 18 to 24 months. Meaning, I'm, our ladies go through the program for a year, close to two years, and then they transitional to our wings community, women and newly grounded success, which is uh, we have some women in se- newly yes. grounded success. Yes. I love that. Yes, mm-hmm. and we have um, seaside cottages where they get to stay there for a year. If I did not have that opportunity and had to get, and I had gotten all these valuable tools and then got sent back to where I came from and had to raise kids. I would have crashed and burned because the truth is kids do anti-it up on you sometimes. You know, we yes. can leave good and as they continue to grow, there's different right. things that happen with them. And so what I am so thankful for is not just the transitional piece and the long period that we're there, but our parents and teacher as well. Our parents and teacher, she equips us and helps us and just teaches us how to be the best parents we could, but she gives us the kind of tools that we need. Mm-hmm. It's not just telling us how to be a parent. But she monitors you and she gives you curriculum and she kind of pushes you into who you already were. Well, we do hands-on coaching, which I think is so important because every mom has different challenges with her kids. Mm -hmm. So one screams all the way to school or one refuses to eat. You know, they're Mm -hmm. all different. So Mm -hmm. I think it's important that we provide that hands-on coaching. Yes. So after you're in the program, then you go to WINGS. Mm -hmm. And then after that, you graduate into... I don't want to say real life, but yes, away from it's like real life. <laughs> <laughs> and you, you work now. I do. What I do you do? Have the opportunity and the privilege to work for Blue Monarch as their officer of developments and community relations. And so I get to go out. First of all, I get to serve some of the most courageous women who were once in the same place that I once was and get to watch their freedom process. But then I get to go out to the communities, local churches, different um, conferences and things, sharing a mission about Blue Monarch and what it is that we do. So, and I raise funds for Blue Monarch too. Um, um, She's amazing at that. that. I'm into the Well, that same person that called every single day. <laughs> yeah. Well, yeah, <laughs> she, really she doesn't give person. up. She doesn't give up. I wish we had more time, but we're out of time. But I want to thank you both so much for coming oh, and for you. sharing. Yes. Thank you for saying yes to God. Thank you for saying yes, yes to God. Yes, I want you to stay with us in a little bit. I'm going to come back with just a couple of comments. But I encourage you, as you watch this show today, Freedom is possible, and we will have resources up on the website for you. Just go to bridgeswithmonica.com, and there will be resources for you uh, to look at, because God wants us to all live in freedom. I'll be right back. Finding hope in today's life is not always easy. Bridges with Monica Schmelter is making it simple. 
You can now listen to podcast episodes on popular platforms like iTunes, Spotify, iHeartRadio, Life Audio, and more by searching for Monica Schmelter to find God's hope for your journey. Life can be hard and days can be long. So if you're looking for hope for the journey, monicashmelter.com is a great place to get started. On monicashmelter.com, you'll find Monica's teachings on demand. And if you're looking to really grow your faith, you'll find online extras are available with every teaching. So don't wait another day. Get started now at monicashmelter.com and you will find hope for the journey. When it comes to finding freedom, there are many different roads. But for the believer in Christ, the first thing is to ask God for help. Whether it's people-pleasing, some sort of addiction, none of us are able to get free on our own. We need God's help. The next thing is to start where you are. Acknowledge the problem, bring it before God, and also find community. Find a group of people who are compassionate and understanding and walk it out. Freedom is not just something that we pop into one day. It's a lifestyle And it's found by serving God, obeying his word, acknowledging the truth about where you are, and walking out this life in every day with other believers in community. I'll see you next time with more Hope for the Journey. friend, are you stressed, maybe even worried about so many needs around you that you've forgotten you are worth taking care of too? Well, I'm Bonnie Gray, the host of Breathe, the Stressless Podcast. I want to invite you to join me as I share practical tips based on science, inspired by God's Word, to help you spark joy and restore God's peace and love to your soul. Subscribe now and go to lifeaudio.com.